This week's episode is graciously sponsored by the ethical handbag line Baino, who recently partnered with the National Down Syndrome Society on a curated capsule collection of handbags with the signature Nini Tote named after the founder's sister who has Down syndrome. With every purchase made from this collection, 20% is donated to the National Down Syndrome Society to support their impactful work. Head to Baino.com, that's B-E-H-N-O, and use the code N-D-S-S at checkout for a complimentary Terra card holder, a $75 value, which will be sent your way with any purchase from the N-D-S-S capsule collection. This week's episode is brought to you by Quantum Reflex Integration, or QRI, which uses cold lasers to repair neurological communication using acupuncture points. Parents find the program easy to implement in their home at their convenience, saying, hands down the best therapy that we do. Visit reflexintegration.net and use code QRILUCKYFEW for a free QRI computer harmonizer valued at $159 when you purchase an essential package today. Hey friends, welcome to episode 44 of the Lucky Few podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Heather, and I'm alone today with this intro. Micah and Mercedes are in different parts of the world today, but friends, I'm so excited for today's episode. First of all, welcome to October, and October is significant in our parts especially because it is also known as Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So this month has already been off to such a fun start. There's so much going on. If you're not on social, on Instagram, hop on there, look up the hashtag Down Syndrome Awareness and get ready to see the cutest, one most wonderful, smartest, most brilliant humans in the planet who happen to have Down Syndrome. Um, we're so excited to celebrate this month. This month, we have some great episodes coming your way. We are looking specifically at organizations who are working for our community, working for the Down Syndrome community. And today's episode is going to be bomb. We are going to be talking to the creator and founder of Jack's Baskets. And I can't wait for you to hear our interview with her. Um, Micah and Mercedes and I happened to go to the Down Syndrome Diagnosis Network, DSDN, Rock and Moms Retreat this year. It was in Nashville just a few weeks ago. And so while we were there, we were, we were surrounded by about 750 other moms who have kids with Down Syndrome, um, many of whom have started and are running some incredible organizations and businesses that are serving our community. So that's what this interview is today, and I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. Okay, friends, so this is exciting because we're actually recording this at, I was going to say live, but it's not because it's a recording, <laughs> at the um, DSDN Rock and Moms Retreat, where we're here with our friend. We like snuck off from our little booths and all the people into a little quiet space to get to talk to our friend Carissa about the work that she's doing to shift the Down Syndrome narrative. And so we're super excited to have you here. Thanks for taking the time oh, to thank talk you to us. For, yeah, it's been great. A great weekend as you've realized with all these moms, it is incredible community. Yeah. It's a, it's really wild Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of ways. Right. Right. 
It's like 700 moms or something. Is that right? Yeah. In a hotel with 4,000 rooms. Yeah. So we'll talk about the hotel another day. Um, but we just want to hear more about you, what you're doing and about Jack's Basket specifically. So start by telling us about you. Tell us about your family and about your, your personal connection to Down syndrome. Yes. Well, I am a mom to three kiddos, Luke, Jack, and Taylor. And um, we live, um, my husband and I, Chris, have been married for, I think, 13 years coming up and we live in Minnesota and um, my oldest Luke is eight Um, my second son Jack who happens to be rocking the extra chromosome um, is six now and then I have a little girl who's four and so uh, just a little background of what brought us to where we're at today Um, when we were in labor actually with Jack almost two years to the day of when we had our first son. Um, it was going much faster, and um, I- my OB had been off for the evening. So I was kind of bummed she wasn't going to be there for the delivery of Jack. And um, her partner in the practice came in, and she said, well, soon we'll deliver your baby. And all of a sudden, Jack's heart rate had dropped really low. And she um, said, I'm so sorry, we have to do an emergency C-section in which um, we were getting prepared. A nurse had said to my husband, we'll be back for you, right? And so I was that crazy mom that still filled out the birth plan for my second. And Mm -hmm. certainly an emergency (laughs) C-section wasn't what I was anticipating. And... um, I remember uh, a man putting a mask over my face and mm-hmm. I said, can you go get my husband? And she said, or he, he said, I'm so sorry, he can't be in here. Well, I woke to a woman saying my name and I said, can you go get Chris? And she said, well, after you recover a little bit longer, you can go to be with him and your new baby. And in the meantime, a nurse and a nurse practitioner had come back to that originally original delivery room and was carrying this new baby. And um, the nurse practitioner handed the baby over to Chris and said, are you aware of trisomy 21? And like the first thing. That was the first thing, yes, she said to him. And he must have looked confused because she said, well, Down syndrome. And she listed off characteristics that Jack was showing. And she said, well, just enjoy your baby and left the room. And so beautifully done. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so uh, my husband at that point had never really had experience with anyone with Down syndrome really in his life. And so he didn't know what this diagnosis meant, if our baby was going to live six hours, six years, whatever. And so about 45 minutes later, I was brought back to the room in which my husband brought over Jack to, to me and said, they think he has Down syndrome. And as all of us know, it's just unexpected, and there's a lot of emotions and um, just fear, and a lot of times just we just fear what we don't know. And um, this nurse came in, and she looked over at Jack, and she said, look at this precious baby. And it was when I feared that the world would not accept my child, a complete stranger came in and reminded me that this is the baby we were praying for from the moment we knew he was growing in my womb, that she saw him as a baby, and that's what he is. So that's where that story starts. Mm, Yeah. And um, I'm often asked, what would I like to have heard? 
what I loved, would have loved is that I would have been present there with my husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have loved if they would have come in and said, congratulations on the birth of your baby. Yes. And we have some unexpected news. Mm-hmm. And when you state it in that way, that doesn't include any personal bias of whoever's in that position of delivering the news. That's right. And so I have unexpected news. It's something that I have felt that is so, it can be applied to, so many different unexpected experiences, which um, as we navigated that first year with Jack and we met all of these families, we just kept hearing they wouldn't change their child. They just changed the way the story started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... Keep going. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we want to know about how, so you're about to tell us about how Jack's Basket started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The next question is, yes. tell us about how Jack's Basket started. Right? <laughs> so I, you know, what led me to this idea of welcoming a new baby, right? I kept really in close contact with the hospital because we were there for, you know, Jack went home on day three after I had my C-section and I just knew that he had made an impact on the staff and you know as they had seen me with tears and you know a lot of questions and they didn't I had said on the second day do you have any information about Down syndrome and they really couldn't answer that and I thought this is 2014 this is not a new diagnosis how are families leaving the hospital without anything and so um, what led me to think about going back for his first birthday to bring a gift of congratulations and a letter of what Jack's life had taught me in that first year I had talked to a mom and I said she was really in the stage of grief and her daughter was seven months old. And I thought, have you connected with any other parent? Um, Did you get any information? And she had said no at that point. And that broke my heart. And I just said, well, tell me about how you found out. She said seconds after baby was born, it was shouted out in the room. And I said, tell me about your experience in the hospital. And she said, I felt like we had the plague. No Mm -hmm. one congratulated us. So that affirmed my idea of I'm going back to the hospital. And where we delivered uh, Jack is a small hospital in the Twin Cities. And I said, tell me how many babies are born here annually with Down syndrome. And so they had said two. So I created the, I told my friends and they got blankets and toys and I said, we're going to put all of the free resources, local Down syndrome associations, the national Down syndrome, you know, organizations too, and put them all in a basket. And so we brought that basket on his first birthday, those two, I should say. And we found out through the wonderful ways of Facebook that a family had received the first basket. And I just was like, oh my gosh, Chris. It's amazing. Yes. And so that mom shared that she received that basket and it brought her hope and and, um, encouragement as she, you know, navigated this new life with her son. And she said it was the only congratulations that they received while they were in the hospital. And so it broke my heart again. And I, what breaks your heart drives your passion. And I called everybody I knew that worked in a hospital, and I said, what do you do when a baby's born with Down syndrome? And they couldn't answer me. And so I said, let me tell you about Jack's basket. And so that is where it all started. 
And today we have celebrated almost 1,700 babies in 11 countries and 47 states. And so we are about to launch um, more local parents in different areas of the world so that when these families receive that diagnosis at time, you know, uh, prenatal or whenever they receive that news, that they know there's a whole community of people that are going to love on them and support them and encourage them. I was going to ask you about that. That's amazing. About how, um, so if moms, like I've, I've talked to moms who are like, oh, I want to just like give mm-hmm. a gift to mm-hmm. a new parent mm-hmm. at a doctor's office or a hospital. And you're saying that you kind of help launch moms kind of, or dads, I'm mm-hmm. sure, of like how to do that. How would they contact you or become that? What's the title of that? Right. Tell me more. Right. So with a little background of how that can work. So in the state of Minnesota, there's about 100 babies born with Down syndrome and based on how many births. And we celebrated 100. And that comes from the medical provider. So in a lot of our healthcare providers will request the basket soon after the diagnosis is given. So we're hopeful that our volunteers can get there within the first 48 hours or week of when they receive this unexpected news. So outside of the state of uh, Minnesota currently, we will, it can be requested by healthcare providers, family and friends. So any new baby that you know is diagnosed, we would ship that basket directly to their home and we can have a parent connect here um, this weekend we're actually launching regional lead parents which is initially what I started as right and then I have a team of 16 basket delivery parents because I was running all over the metro and um, with baskets in my car and um, so now I have um, just equipped other parents of supporting new families soon after and so um, that's what we're doing this weekend is going to be going through training them and what that looks like because as we all know it's it we're all at different places of where we're at when we and just supporting the families best wherever they're at in this process so all of us are in california so i'm in southern california Mm -hmm. so if this is something that's not happening in our area Mm -hmm talk to those moms and they want to do this instead of like doing it on their own right. instead of having to make a basket. Right. How do they get a Jack's right. basket? Yes. So there's a couple things we'll have on our website um, of reaching out to us and then we'll go through the training. It's a time commitment. And if you're saying I'm committed to supporting these families, they we would identify which is your largest hospital first. Mm-hmm. And then we would... Um, we have the materials for you to present to the staff because if it comes from the healthcare providers, we know that then it, then you're going to support them. So let's say a mom is like, well, I don't have quite that much time or maybe I'm not feeling most comfortable to reach the medical providers. If you're tied into this community, which how are you not? Like you're in the grocery store and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a baby with Down syndrome. Like, I don't <laughs> That's want- the best. Yes, right, right. Um, I'm saying, hey, have you received to Jack's basket and you can tell them about it and then we can send it directly ship it to their home the other version is in the case one of you were a regional lead parent we would ship the basket to you and you coordinate the visit with the family and 
all of our journeys look unique. Some of our babies are in the hospital for a few days. Some of them are in the NICU for months. Mm -hmm. um, you work it out with the parents on what timeline is going to be best. Um, and so there's a few different versions. You can full on take this on. And we at Jack's Basket have the process and system. And I have this heart that we're going to fill these baskets. So we have the ability. And our dream is that every baby uniquely diagnosed with Down, er, uniquely created with Down syndrome would that delivery of the diagnosis would be given with the intent to honor the life of this child. So there's 5,000 yes. babies in the United States born annually. What if every diagnosis was given with knowing this is a life to be celebrated? Mm -hmm. Amen. So. Preaching, preaching our language. I have another question about okay. that. So then. For the listeners listening also to that want to get involved in a different way, how do you, how do you fund all this and how can mm -hmm. people get involved for that? So we have an annual fundraiser. Um, it's in the fall and I will tell you, it's been an incredible response. It's mostly Minnesota that's supporting this. And we had, so I had started out real small, like to the board, like let's just do a small luncheon. And they're like, no, we're doing a dinner. Well, we are at the depot in downtown Minneapolis and 900 people are coming on October wow. 11th. Awesome. And it sold out in 70 minutes. And that just tells us as moms, like people support that these babies deserve. Our kids mm -hmm. are welcomed and celebrated and stand behind that. It's all of us that are shouting the worth of these mm -hmm. babies. Yeah. I love that. And we, you know, we are talking all the time about shifting the narrative. Mm -hmm. And just hearing you say that, I mean, this is a narrative shift. Right. And, um, you know, seeing that, that these moms, these parents in the hospital are, are being congratulated. Right. Um, tell us about, do you have any more stories of how you've seen this changing things? Right. Um, I think, well, we know that for every, every positive diagnosis experience for a family, there's still two negative. And when I hear from a parent that says a medical provider congratulated me on the birth of their baby, on their child, that that is where the story starts. So yes. we, we are also doing the medical outreach of saying, when these families find out, how much is that fear based on our own life experiences as the, mm -hmm. the parents, but how much is it because of the person in the position has instilled that fear with the language right. they use. And so, um, hearing families say my baby was welcomed and celebrated just like my other children that knowing there is, and I will say, having a grief period of what I thought my life would look like with Jack, not knowing he's been the best gift given to us of saying, um, that nurse didn't contribute to that grief. And so when we realize in this community that when we welcome and celebrate them, that they see their child as a gift that directly impacts our whole community. It directs how other people see us. It, I think it has a great impact on how once you get through, you know, to the school system of, yeah, this is Jack. This is, this is, you know, August, this is all of our kids that were welcomed from the very beginning. Yes. So I, um, 
there's so many stories of impact that being here this weekend at this retreat, meeting moms that say, say, thank you for celebrating your baby, my baby. And, and realizing like, we're all a big family that want to see all of our children do really well and know that their life has worth and impact. It's amazing. I love, I love. I love you. I love you. <laughs> we both love. We, both we love you. <laughs> I just love. <laughs> I was just going to say that I love, I love that you are seeing moms this weekend who mm-hmm. received a basket. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. how beautiful and fulfilling and. Oh, we've see. definitely shed a lot of tears this weekend of just, um, as, as I said, where we're at when we receive this unexpected news to know that you're not alone on this journey and to know that maybe you don't know at that moment how you're going to navigate this, but to know I've got a whole lot of support and somebody that's gone down this road and can say, I would not change my child if I could. Mm -hmm. So just trust me. And that's where in my own story of the moms before me of saying, I'm going to trust you. I don't know. But as you said in Utah, I receive you. And when you encourage these parents to see your child for who they they were created with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And no one, no one should ever put a value and worth on someone based on the number of chromosomes someone has. Mm -hmm. So. Beautiful girl. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we could talk a long time, oh, but yes, we we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> so tell us, how, our listeners, how they can, where to follow you, yes. all of the places. Okay. Well, um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. I'd like to say I should probably figure out how to do Twitter, but. Um, What's your Facebook and Instagram handles? It's just Jack's Basket. And um, on our website is where you can find a lot of our videos. We've done medical outreach videos, so changing provider language. Um, we published a journal publication in pediatrics, which was shared over 74,000 times with medical providers. So that is a, a really great thing to know, too. Um, and so go on there. Um, we share all the pictures of the babies with their baskets, and we love when our families you know, kind of give us an update on how they're doing. And then there's also just ways that you can help us fill our baskets of toy drives or, you know, toy companies that would love to be included. And then all of the things in the basket are free, free programs and stuff. So our website's probably the best place. And then social media, obviously, Instagram and yeah, Yeah. Facebook. And we'll have links to all of that. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to go into some good news after our break. So if you'll stay with us Mm -hmm. and share some good news about your little Jack, that'd be great. Oh, I sure will. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is graciously sponsored by the ethical handbag line, Bano, the NYC-based label aiming to redefine and bring sharp awareness of sustainability and ethics to fashion. The brand recently partnered with the National Down Syndrome Society on a curated capsule collection of handbags and the signature Nini tote. The Nini was named after the founder's sister who has Down Syndrome and whose lively spirit inspired his whole family. In honor of Nini and to support the organization that was instrumental in helping his family create 
create an inclusive space for her. The NDSS and the Baino capsule collection is now available on Baino.com. That's B-E-H-N-O.com. With every purchase made from this collection, 20% is donated to the National Down Syndrome Society to support their impactful work. And a complimentary tarot card holder, which is a $75 value, will be sent with any purchase from the NDSS capsule collection when you use the promo code NDSS at checkout. We are excited to tell you more about this week's sponsor, Quantum Reflex Integration, or QRI, which combines the powerful effects of cold laser, sound, and reflex integration, allowing individuals to reach their potential by strengthening neurological connections. Parents of children with Down syndrome often notice improvement in behavior, speech, and academics. Heather Hill, a parent who uses QRI with her son who has Down syndrome, says, QRI has helped my son with T21 make progress towards our goals for him in speech and behavior. Our friends at QRI have created a special offer just for our listeners. So head on over to reflexintegration.net and use code QRI Lucky Few for a free QRI computer harmonizer valued at $159 with the purchase of any essential package today. All right, friends, we're back. Um, we're going to do the, par- the part of the episode that we really love called Good News. And this is an opportunity for us to just share good news that our kids are doing, whether it's they took their first step or they went to prom or they pooped in the toilet for the first time. So many things that we get. It's one of the beauties I think as a parent raising a child with Down syndrome, we get to celebrate so much and every little thing is a big thing. So that's time for good news. Micah. It's time for some good news. It's time for some good news. Mercedes is shaking. It's time for some good news. Woo! Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. Welcome to Good News, my friends. And Krista, we're really excited that you are here to share with us. So um, tell us what wonderful thing is happening in Jack's life right now. What are you celebrating? Well, last Tuesday, so uh, Jack went off to kindergarten. And yes. Yay. It's like one of those moments you just reflect back on the past six years and so good news is that he is mainstreamed in his classroom like he's been for the last three years and um his friends that he's launched off into school know jack and um it was i i also have my special ed background and was a teacher for many years so knowing around the table that we're all on the same team and we can do this well Mm -hmm. To see and to know and to hear from his teachers this week that he had a really great week. And I feel like launching any of your kids off to kindergarten is this like fragile space. And so to see him come off the bus with just excitement and hey, buddy, you go every day, all day. And that's hard (laughs) to us moms, but he was so excited to go. And so that is great news. I'm I'm sad to see him go, but that's really, in a sense, what we're called to do is raise these little ones to go out. And um, so he's teaching a lot of kindergartners about him and they are receiving him in in the best way they can. And so, yeah, it's been a great week. It's beautiful. Okay, let's go here for some people walking around, milling around this place. 
Tell us your name. Elizabeth. Um, I'm from Ohio. My daughter Madeline is five years old, and we just potty trained this summer. That is incredible and beautiful. So underwear all the time? All the time, and she's been dry, dry diapers at night, so I think I can actually say we did it. You did it, Madeline. You are awesome. Okay, thank you so much for sharing. I'm Mary, and I'm from Ohio, and Grant is five, and he is starting a typical soccer team, and I thought, even if he doesn't play all season, that's okay. He's a part of the team, and he actually, the second game, he went in, and he played, and he played in the next game, and that's just been amazing to be a part of that with him, and, and he's so excited. He loves it, because he's watched his sisters play, and he's always loved it, and I am just so grateful that he's a part of the team and doing it. Hi, my name is Brandy Santiago. Um, I'm from Springfield, Illinois, and I'm celebrating the fact that my little guy trooper, who's five, is pottying in the toilet. So yes, this is our second potty. So excited. Um, so yeah, so Dad sent me a picture this morning of him using his urinal, and urinals, ladies, urinals work really well. The little tiny ones. Um, that was a bust. So yes, he's. That is so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, everybody, for the good news. Uh, we are so, so happy that we got to walk around um, here at DSDN Rock and Moms Retreat and hear from you. Um, and as always, friends, we want to hear your good news about your loved ones with Down syndrome. So don't forget to leave us a voicemail at 424-442-9147 and share your good news. Or you can always DM us. You can always email us. And those of you out there with a product or business, and you want to help us shout the worth of people with Down syndrome, we would love to partner with you. You can always email us at hello at the lucky few podcast for sponsorship opportunities. And we just want to give some big thanks all around. Carissa, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you today. for having me. This has been great. And thank you for the work you're doing with Jack's Basket. It's oh, really beautiful and exciting. Happy to do it. And we just also want to give huge thank you to our editor and producer, Andy Lara, to our co-producer, Val Schleter, to our sponsor, and to all of you out there who've shared the Lucky Few podcast with friends, who've listened faithfully, and who've cheered us on. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and remember that you, dear listener, supporting your loved one with Down syndrome, you are a shouter of worth and a narrative shifter. So keep on keeping on. We are cheering for you. And we will see you all next Monday on the Lucky Few Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Lucky Few Podcasts. Remember to review our show on Apple Podcasts and check us out on all social media at the Lucky Few Pod. You can also support the show now via anchor.fm just by going to the website, scroll down to the bottom, and you can begin your support right now. Lastly, send us your good news by going to theluckyfewpodcast.com and sending us a message via text, voicemail, or email. See you next time.